When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is the beginning of the recording. He just pressed the button. <laughs> there we go. Back at it again with another episode of the Shades of Blue Soccer Show. That got us going off there on a great start. <laughs> we are fresh off the media game. That feels like the place we're going to start here. I can't avoid this yes. discussion. It's a highlight. We've got we've got a terrible week of sporting to talk about. Current is doing uh, continued winning streak. There's yeah. some positive. We got or some unbeaten. They did. It was a draw, but still. We we can continue some positive. They don't like that phrase. Remember positive discussion. Here. But we'll talk. We'll talk open cup loss. We'll talk about whatever those two terrible mistakes were in this last game. But I do. We got to start with the media game. And Chad, your dog is getting too friendly right now. <laughs> oh, up in your lap, huh? <laughs> <laughs> well, Robert, that's just how he says hello. Okay. Told you this pod was going to go off the rails. <laughs> All right, yeah, let's talk media game. Bad. Yeah. 2 nothing victory There's, for our side. I, I, we I, had a wonderful commentary and video by Mr. Chad here. I, I don't know. know. I'm not going to watch it. I don't it. know if wonderful <laughs> is the right word. I was trying to be quiet because I was you know, in the press box, so I was like, like doing this. Oh, a, like, you know, but trying to be excited but not yell. There's a but the best moment coming off the field was Thad. Thad walks over to me and says, the best thing I did was fall down. <laughs> <laughs> There was I a definite it. whisper aspect to this to this video. I don't know if you could hear the stats guy next to me giggling a little bit at some of the things I was saying because he and I were like the only people that stayed up there. Everybody else went to play. I will embarrass myself in the KC current media game on August 19th. Everybody watch halftime. Okay, well, the jury is out on if Chad was actually making someone laugh with these comments. He, Chad he, he was talking himself giggle. up there. Oh, I think he was giggling <laughs> at the play on the field. I don't think it was my commentary. Oh, oh. <laughs> All right, back to Thad. It was fun. Yeah, it was fun. And I'm doing something unusual and wearing a sporting something while I'm doing a podcast because I typically do not do that. You look good, Fat. I like it. I appreciate that. Um, (laughs) But I had to just to mess with Cody since he didn't play in the media game. (laughs) He finally saw the email, I think. uh, Cody, why, why did you not... Get into the media game? I don't know. I think it's a conspiracy theory. I wasn't invited this year. I don't know. I'm not sure. Uh, I believe what happened, because we were messaging during the game, that he didn't realize he had to sign up, and he missed the email. He did go back at his email and find it later, So, uh, mm. and, he, and I'm pretty sure I have that in my Slack. There, there's something in my mind that this is like the second time that that's happened. Didn't that happen once before? Was like, that, you just missed the email? Maybe it sounds maybe familiar a little bit. In so my what, what y'all are saying is Cody doesn't read his emails or the Blue Testament. Yes. Email, email. Who's using? Why don't you just send me a fax while you're at it? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Who uses this? God, he's calling you old. <laughs> it's fine. It wasn't me that the email came from. So well, okay, I'm offering two defenses for this. Number one, ignorance. I, okay, <laughs> Ambivalence. Three, three defenses. Oblivious. <laughs> it was the I day three. I got back from vacation. Lame. I had. A whole bunch. I have a, a million messages and emails to go through. You're not that popular. 
But my, my larger point here is that you guys didn't tell me. What is this? No one, how did we, how do we have, there were weeks of discussions. No one brought up, hey, All right, you signed it, up Cody. for the We media didn't want you to be yet? on the other team. We were afraid of you, man. I we, think we everyone was afraid. Everyone was afraid. We, but we would have probably been on the same team because all of us were. So. Yeah. Well, let's yep. talk tactics, though. Did you find it bizarre that there's 34 players on the field, about, you know, 28 of them on the left-hand side of the field? So that's why I hung it out on the right. Yeah. There was space and nobody else. Yeah, I noticed you were dominating, kind of shuttling the ball from the defense to the yeah. end of the attack. Yep. Lots of space over there. Yeah, it's like, come on, people. And Figure it out. And Shout people out. rarely stay back on defense, so I did that. And Jimmy Mack did, too. So. Yes, yes, Jimmy did that well. And, and the one guy that was probably heavier than me did also. So. That Bell, doing, doing a, a service, staying back on defense. He yeah. just, he, he'll, he'll take one for the team there, staying back. And he, didn't want, he, didn't, he won't run all the way up the field. He'll hey, let play within your limits. Hey, I'm a defender by nature. <laughs> I do that even when I was in much better shape. <laughs> uh, well, shout-out to Daniel Sperry. Got well the done, ball Daniel. Game-winning goal. It didn't look very good, but the ball rolled oh, like across he the missed. line. Yeah, like yeah. he could have missed. It was a wide-open net. He, uh, you can tell he's afraid to man. use his left foot, though, because he, like, outside of the foot, right foot, slow roller across the goal line, but that celebration over the boards, high-five in the cauldron. Oh, the almost didn't make celebration? It, almost didn't make it like back over the boards. Nobody done that? Ooh, I didn't <laughs> see the jump back over the – but the jump over the boards was better than the goal. He got over the boards better than getting the yes, ball across yep. the line. That's so adrenaline. Well done on that one. Yep, absolutely. Five Wait, seconds of adrenaline. So you're, so you're saying he struggled to get back over on the other side? He, after he, he would admit line. this. We talked about it. He kind of – his foot clipped the board on the way over, but he didn't, he didn't eat it. So, I yeah. mean, that's more than he, some of us here can say. But hey, kudos for being there, Daniel. So you could finish that, you know, yep. ball. So well done. Right place at the right time. He did a nice little back heel later. So you know, played some nice little balls. Yeah, you could tell yeah. he's played soccer before for sure. So Chad is talking about the current media game. What are my chances of getting in on this? I talked Pretty to good. Danny, and sh- I said, "Hey, I can round up some Blue Testament people if you legit want people, even people that don't always cover." your team as much as maybe we'd, you'd like them to. Yeah. And she said, bring them. Let's get them here. So it it's like, that's, inspire it's, us. it's opening the door, right? You're going to get, you're going to be like, how can I not support this team after you watch what they do to Angel City in that game? Well, if yeah. you don't know, I am now basically like a diehard supporter because I've watched the last three games. Oh, wow. That's diehard, huh? Have you been to one? I have not yet been to a game. <laughs> <laughs> that's well, he knows diehard. where they play. So I know where they positive. play. And, and, okay, name five players without looking. Hamilton. <laughs> I literally have it up right now. Kristen. Lola Bonta would be the one that I could give you. And then, yeah, is it Kristen Hamilton? Is that what you're saying? Yep. Kristen yep. Hamilton? I like her. She's nice. I, she is. She's very good. You interviewed her, right? No, not Cody. Oh, you weren't there for that. Okay. That is, that's who that was? Yeah. Ah, that was, man, that day. That day, I, had to, I missed I missed Beesler and I missed her that day. Oh, I okay. didn't realize you weren't there. I just assumed these Ike guys were taking the question. Did you miss Ike? Or were you there for Ike? I was there for Ike's. Okay. Yeah, interesting. No, those the the games are fun. I watched that the they were down two nothing, came back, tied it up two two. Who scored the goals? The uh, CLL even put it down. The uh, the German chick, the new German chick, right? Is that not what you told me? She's German. Is she German just because oh. her French, last name? Maybe? <laughs> French. Oh. French, really? Wait, 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 no. The, no, no. The, I, you know who the he person means. who scored the second goal is from Lee Summit. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, she's from Kansas City. You, she's you know, not from Lee Summit. You know why he thinks she's German, right? Yeah. I know why. What, is this the last name? Well, yeah. I, I, aren't I referencing? I swear you told me that we, 
Did we just sign her at least? No. No. Well, we traded for her. Did we cu- just sign a German ago. person? You're not no. A French player. We just signed. <laughs> okay. Claire okay. Lavoger. Oh, okay. This French. They just signed her. She did not get in the game. She did not score a goal. She did not pass go. Kaiser. Kaiser. <laughs> That's that why goal, you're thinking German. That second goal was dope. Yeah. A little, little flick chip. over the keeper. Yep. That was a great goal. And the and the first one. Do you remember who got that? This is my favorite part of the podcast, watching Cody squirm. Challenging Cody on things he should know but doesn't. Uh, I don't remember the first goal. What happened? Elise Bennett. It was a beautiful flick on by Haley Mace out on the right wing. She kind of flicked it past the defenders, put Bennett into Ah. space. She raced down to the end line and then kind of cut back and just blasted it low across the keeper. I would would show you a picture, but it doesn't make for good potting. So, yes, point being, I'm basically a diehard fan now. (laughs) <laughs> and I would like to attend this. Mo- no, I'm not a fan. Sorry, that doesn't help my case here. I'm not a fan. I'm a real journalist covering this team. Oh. And I help exposure for this team, and I would like to go hang out. So so now when we have pods, we will talk about the current more often. <laughs> no, don't we? <laughs> we have been, kind of. Yeah, you, I think you allow about 30 <laughs> seconds at the end of each podcast. Uh, and I, I usually have to force it. Well, if we bit. want 50% good news, 50% not so good news, maybe there we, we should. Yeah, that'd be a perfect, perfect way. All right, so I have a question, though. I have a dilemma. Okay, if I'm going to be in this media game, which, I mean, obviously I'm not going to be, like, running up and down the field, but if I'm going to be there and on the field, what number should I wear? Why don't you be a nine? Why don't you be a stay-at-home nine striker right Ooh, in front of goal? What's a, what's a center back number? Do I know this? What are the center back numbers? Yeah, it'd be three and four, three. typically. There you go. Yeah, there you go. Right. Four and five. I think it depends five. on which you league see. you're numbering from. You feel like a five to me. There's a guy like named Beesler who wore a five, right? Or also a double zero. You strike me as a double zero. No, no. Okay. So I always thought five was a right back. Yeah. For sporting, <laughs> I usually have worn the 96 the last few times. Aha. Uh-huh. Reference to, you know, an original, right? So do you wear 21? There you go. Huh? 21? So that's Howell when they came into existence. Happy. Would be proud of you. No, Dad. the league. An, an, an original, okay. by original, do you mean Jordy Cantilla? Jordy stole from Fab. No. Fab been doing it longer than Jordy. Yeah, that was a deep cut there for anyone who got. No, that I one. I got it, and I'm I'm actually the one. Do you know why he wore the '96? Yeah. Why? Because he was just he was like, oh, I signed for this new team. I'm I'm just gonna look up pictures and video yep. and culture and whatever. And he just saw signs that said '96 on it, and he was like, I yep. like that. I'm gonna do that. It. Was that was my interview with him? Oh, really? You're the one that got that info. Yes, I knew that, but I didn't know you got it for us. That has a history. <laughs> Of getting good information so and nobody knows about it. When <laughs> it's so true. Yeah. <laughs> Look at his tweet timeline. Like four tweets the last month, probably. When when I did the comments media game, I usually wore twenty three, and that was actually just more because that was my daughter's number. But I've wore twenty two, in honor of Davy Arnault, also. For the comments. Well, just in, I've I've done that for the for sporting. So I'm just okay. trying to like, which number should I wear for the current? Should I wear the twenty three, my daughter's number? Should I wear? It's a good shout. 12 for the best player, uh, my favorite player of all time in the NWSL. Which is? <laughs> I was waiting for you to ask. I'm going to assume it's Lauren Holiday. Cheney. Yeah, yeah Cheney, Lauren yeah. Holiday. Ah, okay. Absolutely deserves more credit than what she's ever gotten. My question, of course, is what can I get out of this? Do I get a jersey? Will, will, will it be done the same as Sporting Kansas City? Do I get one of these cool jerseys? Yes. Uh, there's, there's, the email, there's something, yes. The email does say you get a customized jersey, Cody. So 
So you're allowed to forward me this email and I can respond to it. I literally put it in the Slack yesterday. Okay. <laughs> he doesn't read that either. <laughs> doesn't read the Slack. Doesn't read sporting's emails. <laughs> oh boy. Cody. Okay. Which uh, which Slack on channel? Cody podcast? Uh, which, you don't, you're probably Slack not channel? in the KC Current channel. Oh, no, our I have Slack. It's, just, it's, just it's muted. <laughs> okay. No, no, no. I have the I have the the Swell Park Rangers one. Should, we, should, too, we, though, so. should we tell them it's not open until the fifth? <laughs> sure, sure. Yeah. No, guys, that was my that was my joke. That was the the about not getting emails ever. Send me a fax is because I live my work life on on Slack, so I'm very likely to miss some Slack images or Slack messages because I, I have to comb through a mountain every day. All right, ladies and gentlemen, the current media game Friday, August nineteenth. See Cody be there. That's right. He's gonna carry the team. I'm gonna. They're I'm going to press the team. I'm gonna press Hamilton. They're gonna to try to break ten thousand fans too. They're really pushing. Yes. They've already been we pushing it. it, and I think it's possible. You Angel get three City. tickets with your media game thing, don't you? Three? Yes, three. Yeah. Ah, up to three. Well, invite up my to mom. three beside yourself. Yes, besides since you don't have a credential. My mom. <laughs> my mom will totally go to that. I don't have a credential either. <laughs> We're gonna get you boys covering the team. <laughs> Hey, Kristen Hamilton keeps playing like that. I'm, I'm in. She didn't even score a goal, man. It was that German chick. <laughs> the, German, <laughs> the German chick from Lisa. <laughs> uh, to okay. be fair, CC was just traded back to, or you know, traded to the Kansas City Currents. So it's not entirely improbable that you wouldn't know that. But it's not like you know any of the other players that have been on the team for all two years of its yeah. existence. No, I definitely. Yeah, knew it's, this. it's not just. It's been like a month and a half or two months now. Yeah. I, I absolutely knew this because I remember him telling, like, we had this conversation already. What high school did this girl from Lee Summit go to? I remember this conversation now. Actually, she's not from Lee Summit. Uh, okay. Addison American is. Isn't she, like, a Kansas person, maybe? Overland Park or something? Yeah. Okay, yeah. Make sure you ask Casey Current for this podcast. Addison, Addison Merrick was, a, I think, Lee Summit North. Uh, J.C. Johnson was a Lee Summit West. So she's also on the team. Thank you for that little tidbit at the end I was about to ask. And then, of course, AD is from Salina, yep. Kansas. That would be AD French, the goalkeeper. Salina? Have I been saying that wrong my whole life? Okay. I believe that's how it's pronounced. Right. I sat next to a guy that worked what, for a AD? newspaper in Salina. No. <laughs> <laughs> I've never been there. I don't know where it's at. Somewhere in Kansas, several hours away. Sporting KC. Yes, sir. Should we talk about Sporting Kansas City? Let's do it. Do we Let's have to? Should, should we recap actually the current game, though, that they did make the two-goal comeback? They went down two goals, made a tremendous comeback. And Continued the unbeaten run to seven, eight, 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 eight games. Yep. And they're currently sitting in sixth place, which is in the playoffs. The last playoff spot. They, uh, they were terrible their first five games of the regular season, but since then they've been undefeated. They've won five of those eight games, I believe. Don't put me on the spot, then. I'm not. Hashtag Teal Rising. There you go. That's right. Good job. Boom. Yeah, honestly, I think they should have won the Boom. game. To uh, to give them some credit here, they were all over Orlando the whole game. Kind of some flubs that led to the goals for Orlando, I would say. Yeah. Uh, and to Matt Potter's credit, the coach for the KC Current, made a tactical adjustment, switched formations. At the half, came out, went into a 4-3-3. They usually play like a... Three, five, two. I don't know what you would call that. Um, it's hard to know what that formation is, and Matt won't tell us. So, no. <laughs> well, I was gonna let it go, but since you since you brought up the flubs on the goal, French keeper issues. 
Honestly, she's played really well. She got a cleat to the gut there from her team. From her own yeah. team, yes, yeah. I saw that. I saw that. And yes, I know she she is applauded for for being better among the league. I think, right? Yes, I yeah. think, I think she, she won save of the week two weeks in a row. Yep. Yes, and yes. she might win again. She had a pretty good save late in the game, kind of right down on the end line. Yeah, this is no knock on her, an individual player. It's just on keepers in general. Oh, I'm boy. just knocking keepers in general. Here. Does Cody have a keeper thing? <laughs> You know what's going to be good? I'm, I just, I'm just saying. At the media game, even though you're probably the most fit, fastest player Let's from put us, him in goal. Let's put him in goal. Put him yeah. in goal. <laughs> Make him play goal. Say that louder. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if it's too high of a bar. Maybe Robert could fight you on fitness over here, but Thad and I are not going to. No, I need to show off my skills to, to the team that will be in the locker room. I'm starting my training regimen as soon as you all leave. I'm going to the basement. I'm getting on the elliptical or the treadmill. I'm glad you added that part. What did you think was going to happen in the basement? <laughs> okay. Are we done with the current? Yes. I don't want to step on. on the toes there. I won't talk about, I won't rag on, on French for laying on the ground for too long on that play and letting that ball go in the net. Uh, well, we can move on. So, Sporting Kansas City? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Okay. Let's rag on another goalkeeper. Oh. Yeah, oh. do we start, do we... <sighs> Do we need to revisit the penalty kicks? Do we need to talk about that game? A long time has passed. We it's haven't had a podcast since to, then. But okay. No, I know, I know. But I'm saying, do we need to? Do we need to jump back and revisit this game? We should at do least we need m- to feel mention the pain? it, right? Right. 120 minutes, uh, 30 something shots. Let's get in. Let's no make goals. sure 31? to get in some some um, criticism here, because uh, there is. I have fair criticism from this game. Uh, so. I, I am bothered. I know, like, hindsight, whatever. I am bothered that Kyrie Shelton started the game. I know you guys will just disagree and be like, that was inevitable, whatever. Something could have happened. Anyone, any any other thing. I know Jonis isn't impressing, whatever. I'm just, bottom line, I'm disappointed Kyrie started that game. Agreed. That hurt. Agreed. I think Robert and I both wrote stories predicting they should do something else. I think we both predicted Shallowy, actually. And... While I have often been on board with, you know, we talk about on the show often, Peter Vermees's mentality is making a sub can change the flow of a game, and he's going to stick with players. If he, if he thinks his team has shown a reason to get the goal, he'll stick with those players. And Sporting did show, I mean, there were, there were moments, Daniel hit the crossbar, like there were moments that it was there. So he stuck with this old team. But then, yeah, I mean, Zussi at Zussi taking the five kick for me is a problem, and and that Remy wasn't in there at all. That that's the mistake on the penalty kicks for me. Yeah, hard to disagree with that. And I think if you have some fresh legs on there, I mean, I I was harping on it. I think we all harp on it. Like I can't believe they didn't make some subs in that game. Yeah. The one sub that they made, well, they made a couple, but like Felipe, absolutely was changing the game. Mm-hmm. He was running end to end. He was opening things up and. I don't know why you can't trust Caden Pierre, et cetera. You lost anyways. So But do you would you guys have felt better if Caden Pierre was walking up to take that fifth kick than if it was No, Zuzi? I mean he's not gonna take that penalty, but I'm just saying from a they could have ended it before we went to 120 minutes. I'd have rather Fontas took the kick. Yeah. Cause Zussi has missed a, a penalty kick in, in one of yeah. these run ups, right? Yeah, if, yeah if my I recall the thing, correctly. You don't put that guy at the number five spot. Yeah. yeah, if you're going to put him in the rotation, it's not at the number five. That's now, the last I, place you're Now, play. I agree, but, like, then look around at, at the other five there. 
you there's so many players you would say you can't put him in the fifth spot. I wouldn't want to put Willie Agata, even right. though our striker. I wouldn't want to put him in the fifth. You think you would? You don't want to put Shallow. Well, he had already yeah. taken a shot. I know, but that's what he's I'm saying. saying. Like in uh, changing saying the shuffle order. the order here. Like, yeah, yeah. I think you, you would book in Shallowy and Russell. Your two best finishers. Not that Shallowy. Yeah, <laughs> proved it Saturday night, but yeah. he did. PK in the Sacramento PK game was Sacramento. Fantastic! Right. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Where was that on Saturday? Yeah, I mean there there is there's fair criticism there, but well, I mean think about it. He has missed some in pressure situations before, so you put him in the most pressure situation yeah. you can. Yeah. That's not a good idea. Yeah, yeah. He, he objectively, is, uh, it is just not a good idea. He yeah. he's two of five now in shootouts is what the stat Mike put out. He's made two mm, missed. That three. is yeah, that's worse than I was actually thinking. I was just I think it was like three and six, but it's yeah. three yeah. and six when you count some other penalty. I don't know what it was. He said when it wasn't a shootout. I don't know what that would have been. Yeah, that's a that's a. But you know, it never should have gotten there, like you implied. Right. But still, yeah. All right, so I'll I'll play the devil's advocate role here. The lineup he put out there was definitely good enough to win. They outshot right. him by right. a ton. Yeah. The uh, Sacramento did an amazingly good job of keeping the defense in there and blocking shots. Because uh, what their keeper made out of thirty-one shots that Sporty made, it was I think it was like eight saves their keeper made. Um, something like another eight blocks in there. So then the other ones were just the ones. Um, I'm sure Chad's looking this up to verify whatever I'm misstating now. No, you're fine. Keep going. But uh, they did enough to have won the game. They just couldn't finish again. So, no, I mean, it's like everybody is snake bit. They can't finish now. Right. If you have 31 shots, one of them should have freaking went in. Should, should Willie Agata have just started that game? I think we had this debate last week that maybe the fitness wasn't there and then that or no, hindsight. on Saturday now. Now that we have these glasses on, should he have just started that game? I guess if you score early, then it looks great, right? Because it didn't work with him coming out onto the field. I don't know if you all saw that. Like, he really struggled against Sacramento, mm-hmm. and I think it was because they were bunkering. They were playing so deep. Right. It'll be interesting to see if he can break that down or get better at that style of play. But when they've been trailing, both other times he subbed into games. Well, I'm sorry, he did not sub in. He started on the weekend. Um, they're putting those long balls up to him or balls over the top. He looks really good in those situations. But Sacramento had so many people back, that didn't really exist. And the time it did exist was at the beginning of extra time when I was screaming into my Twitter for subs. And he made two great runs, but he was down there by himself. Mm-hmm. No one was with him because they didn't have the legs to get down there with him. So he had no one to lay it off to, no help. Well, the biggest issue I had with the Sacramento lineup is just it's so predictable. You got Russell and Shallowy on the wings doing their thing, yeah. but it's predictable. You got Shelton in the middle who's not creating a whole lot off the ball, et cetera. So predictable. You know, they had an easier job defensively because of that in my mind. Yeah, it was it was like the game plan was to rely on Johnny's tricks to just like work one time going into it worked the worked against Union Oman Hall, but Union Oman Hall is a different side. So uh. Yeah, and Union Oman Hall, I feel like they kind of they came to play a little bit more, came out a little bit. Sacramento was trying to like kind of hit on the counter a little bit, but they were definitely keeping bodies back and playing more defensively sound. And they were good at it. And, but and in some fairness, they already knocked off two MLS teams, yeah, including LA at LA. So, I mean, it's not like they haven't already been playing well. But to pick on sporting, those were not the top part of those squads. Like, I think it was San Jose as well that they beat. And... They, they rotated their lineups yeah. pretty heavily, and Sporting put what you would assume are mostly starters on the field for that game. So, see, we, were, we didn't rotate everybody, 
like those teams did, and they still lost them. Yeah, it's just still mind-blowing to me, though, not bringing Duke on the trip. I don't, I don't care what he did in the last game, but his versatility was a big tool that could have been used in this game, and I don't understand not putting John East at some point. I know he's not producing, but he's unpredictable. He does different things. You know, I mean, yeah. Chaos. I, yeah. I don't know. Maybe the, I thought maybe that this would spark like a very long discussion that we didn't need to get into for this podcast. But <laughs> is I almost think that the fact that he didn't put in Jonis shows me that like he did something that pissed Vermise off, or or like that there was more than just like that we saw the the mediocre game and a half that he played in that spot or up and he must like have that. a hell of a training on Thursday and Friday to play Saturday night then. Well, yeah. yeah. That's, that's what I mean. That, that's yeah. why I'm confused about that. Cause it's like you, you would have felt like how, how do you not put in Johnny's at some point in that game? Yeah. I think unless, it was just the plan. Something has like genuinely happened. It was just the plan. I mean, it was, we can disagree with the plan, but I think it was just the plan they had of here, how they were approaching those games with the amount of rest guys had and, you know, their stats, their little computerized statistics on how fitness is and all that type of stuff. It's just, the way, it was their plan. We, I don't agree with it. I, I'm not saying I agree with it, so. Yeah, I mean, it, but it's, it's a cup semifinal. Your, your season, really, you got to throw everything you've got at that, and I don't think we did. They threw their best starters. Yeah, in, yeah, but in Peter's mind. But when right. it, so they did. When it didn't produce but, a goal, though, but make a change. But, but, I mean, you could say they didn't throw everything at it, but yeah. Johnny Russell and, and Daniel Shallowy and Kyrie Shelton is Peter's preferred three starters. They did throw everything at it in that regard. So, I mean... Well, the preferred three, we disagree with. <laughs> well, I, I'm not, I'm not, yeah. I'm not yeah. arguing. Yeah. Oh, no, no, I know you're not. I'm just saying. screaming at you right now. Yeah. Oh, I know, I know. I mean, I'm, I'm sure I'm in a... Uh, Vermees apologist or whatever, but I mean, I, I always do have to play the devil's advocate. That's, that's yeah. um, I'm not saying that that's what I would have done. Right, right. I mean, I there's a lot of time. A lot of things I do in my life is I try to understand why people do what they do. Sure. Now I don't have to agree with it, but at least it makes it a little softer when I kind of understand why I think they're doing what they're doing. I I would coach this team differently than Peter does, but I understand why he does what he does. So he's just leading. Oh, go ahead. He's been successful at it for the most part, just not this year. So I think Thad makes a really good point when he keep, he said the word plan. It's Peter's plan. It's Peter's plan. If you've ever watched the way he goes into games, and he even talked about it in the post-game presser after the Austin game on the weekend, he always has a plan. Yeah. Often when he's going to make subs, and he doesn't deviate from it. He seemed, I mean, he was pretty annoyed in the post-game one with Austin. He seemed upset that his plan had gone awry against Austin because of the Cam Duke red card, and we'll revisit that, I'm sure. But, like, it, he had this whole plan, and he didn't do it because the red card changed the way he had to use his subs. And I, I don't know that he's that great at deviating from his own plan and adjusting on the fly, and I think that's maybe the biggest criticism of Vermees. Yeah, yeah that's been the long, the, the long for – Five, six years now, I feel like that's been the criticism of him, right? His, well, his greatest strength is he has a plan, he has a, a, yeah, a the, vision, the he has a system, exactly. His greatest weakness is he has a plan, he has a system. <laughs> it's, you're, yeah. I heard a quote recently that I wanted to use for this, and I can't remember the exact quote, so I'm going to insert X here because I can't remember it. Sorry. <laughs> but did you say the quote? Did I just miss the quote? 
No, I didn't. Are we going to splice it in I'm later? In, We're inserting no, I'm just, it? I don't know. I'm, I'm inserting in some quote that makes sense to how about, somebody. How about paraphrase? paraphrase? Can you paraphrase this quote? It, it, it's along that lines of what I was saying is, you, you know, your strength is your weakness. Your weakness is your strength. It's it's along that line. It's just sounded better than that. Oh, that was that was beautiful. Thank you for that. I, I appreciate that, man. We'll I love find you too. It by the end of the pod. So so I'll wrap up this game's discussion by and and I'll segue into the next game discussion by talking about youth and youthful mistakes. The Utes. The Utes. <laughs> and I have I have alluded to this on this podcast before about Felipe Hernandez. And some of his, the art of shithousery that he seems to specialize in. And we have seen some issues with him all, all season long. And some, you know, I guess I won't even bring up off, field, off of the field problems that have gone on there. But I have seen things on the field on a regular basis that show me, uh, I, I guess I don't even know how, that, it, that it's, not a player that I like. I want on my team. Felipe like I, Hernandez. Are we talking about the same yes. player? Well, let him elaborate. Yes. Yeah, tell, why don't? Yeah, you do elaborate. No, and and I think we're all people, looking at you like what? I think people forget about some of the thing. Like like um, he. It wasn't even him that scored a goal, but he ran by the keeper and smacked the keeper on the head. I think smack is a strong word. Oh no, he sma- He smacked him on the head. The key- the keeper flopped Slap, around and did smack. some crazy yeah. stuff that he caressed that him. he didn't <laughs> need to do. But that, okay. T- that right tussling there, his hair. That legit, is that legit. is some just, shit housery. He just slipped his hand over. Good, Cody. That Go is on. that is shit housery that you see in other leagues that I don't want to see in this league. And then, I guess maybe I'm forgetting some of my other examples here. But the one in the Ex- game. But the one in this game was he scored his PK and then yelled at the keeper. Oh, the Sacramento game. Okay. All right. Yep. Yep. He did do that, and he got a yellow for and it, what is which I didn't even know you could he, get a yellow. He for got a he got a like yellow that, for it. Sportsmanlike. Now, if there is one thing you don't want to do in penalty kicks, it's amp up the other team's keeper. Give the give the other team's keeper a reason to like want to get back at you or or be into this next moment. I mean, like do backflips. Okay, I got, <laughs> I got I an issue pro- with I, that. Yeah, yeah, that's not fine. the backflip. I have issue with people making a big deal of it. That's Willie Agata's personality. It was yeah. just what it, he does. That, that he didn't do it. To well, we don't yeah. know what he does because we've only seen him for you know. A yeah, hot we know second. he's got a bubbly okay. personality though. Willie's backflips are one thing, not my favorite thing in the world, but whatever. It was a crazy moment that had happened for him. His first thing in this league. Right. Whatever, it's I'm not right. bothered by him. But like, he had just doing missed that. a PK right before that, before he got lucky and got to take it. Back to Felipe. The, yeah, that that wasn't my favorite thing, but you know, whatever. That's one thing. Felipe yelling at the keeper there, and then and then that keeper gets amped up and goes and makes the very next save that he has an opportunity to do. That's that that for me was not a small thing. I was looking at that like that that was what I woke up thinking about the next day because I've seen we've seen Felipe do some of these things like this before, and he's one of the options of what do we do this upcoming season. And, you know, if he is gone, I'm not going to be bothered by that. Really? I would. Me too. I, I understand. Like, yes, I, he's, I, I like what he can do at times, and he's shown a lot. But also, I mean, I think at one point, maybe we thought the, what we have seen so far, we thought we would get more, and we wouldn't get some of this other stuff that has come with it. Interesting. And I wonder if Peter or anybody has a conversation with him, you know, behind the scenes and kind of says, hey, 
maybe that's not how we act, but can someone help me out? There's another moment that I'm forgetting that I'm not, he did something that I'm just not, I'm a that's skipping Felipe my mind. apologist. So I probably have blocked it out. I mean, I, th- I like, I like him too. I just, this is one, this is an aspect. You're, you're that really hiding that me. like pretty well. <laughs> this is a, it's an aspect that really bothers me. And Hey, we don't, I, so, okay, we get, we get criticism for not being negative enough. And I think we are negative. We hold negative thoughts about this team in our head. We just don't necessarily always say them. Is so, this, do. Is this so your, I'm, are you I'm, just being like hot take Cody right no, now? This, this is, is gen- if you look me in the eye and know that I believe all of this to be true. So let me say that I agree with you to a certain extent on some of that. The, the hit on the keeper was absolutely stupid. To be honest, I don't even remember him yelling. I just knew he got a yellow card, so I totally spaced that out, probably because I was pissed off or about something. Um, it was ugly and childish. And yeah, maybe run around and yell at your teammates, please. You don't need to do that. I didn't like it. Did he even yell at the? Key? I guess I yes. don't know what yeah, he, he said. Was, he I saw a, him just like yell took a step and, like, and leaned in and yelled yeah, directly. I thought it was at like more at the crowd. I, oh, I, I think, thought it was to the crowd. No, I think no. it was a direct like. <laughs> like, fuck you kind of thing that he yelled. Like, I think okay. it was, like, directly, yeah. Well, at least he didn't take his shirt off. <laughs> but the there's, like, a certain level of shithousery I'm okay with, and there's a certain level of shithousery oh, yeah. I'm not okay with. Oh, yeah, I agree. You know, the constant delaying and all that kind of shit, it just pisses me off. You know, talking trash on the field a little bit, I'm okay with a little bit, not a lot, because it always seems to come back to bite you. I mean, talk shit after the game. Fair. I always wonder, like, because, you know, there's, like, baseball. There's all these unwritten rules of baseball. Like, maybe there's unwritten rules of soccer mm-hmm. that I'm not aware of. Of course. But, like, I love the bat flips and stuff like that. But then, you know, they'll they'll hit a guy the next time he comes yeah, up or whatever. Yeah, because baseball's old-fashioned yeah, and boring. Exactly. Yeah, screw those guys. Exactly. <laughs> I, I like, kind of to Thad's point, I like a little bit of shithousery in my, in my game, except for the time-wasting BS FC mm-hmm. Dallas way that f- football is played. So. Red Bull. Yeah, I yeah, a Red Bull. Yeah, I know. I've you have heard me on this show applaud shithousery before, but I don't know. I guess his, I guess the brand that I have seen some of those things he has done is not a not my brand of shithousery. Interesting, and that's well, okay. And I, I, but I don't think it's excessive. I don't think he's done it like so often that it's. But he also he's young and has he had that much opportunity to do it? like? Well, he's played like, a fair amount this year. I I know I know. Yeah, both times. I know he's still young. It's been to goalkeepers, Cody's favorite position. Yeah, you should appreciate that. Yeah, maybe he's like <laughs> secretly like trying to help you out. He's he's smacking those trees on the back of the head and whatnot. I'm not gonna lie, that was a valid point. You got me on that. One. <laughs> <laughs> you got me. Good there. job, Robert. <laughs> okay, so that just that will that can transition us into youthful mistakes into this game, which is the biggest theme of this one for sure. Undoubtedly, Cam, Cam, Cam. Cam or like yeah, Cam's Cam's was bad, but Bulls so, camp the mistake. I'm, that's just Graham, Graham Zusi's youthful mistake on the second goal, keeping uh, Drew Yusi onside. That's not necessarily youthful. Yeah, yeah. I know. <laughs> but okay, well, I'm, just, I would, I would, I'm intentionally doing. I would it only to just disagree with that. Slightly. I would only disagree with that just because they seem to be doing so well of pulling them off sides. <laughs> the rest of us got on <laughs> five. Yeah. So yeah, they, they, Kate, he dropped Kate, one. I guess Caden Pierre <laughs> was keeping him offside. So. <laughs> Uh, yes. Okay. Cam, Cam Duke. Someone say something about Cam Duke here. Well, okay. You, you, Robert, you defend him. You wanted him to play. In, I'm in not necessarily play. defending him. I'm just saying that, you know, that first yellow I thought was pretty soft, but 
he knew he was on it. What he did yeah. was clearly going to get him a second yellow. He just was not thinking in that moment at all. Um, but So I'm not defending him. But okay, you can argue that the first one was soft, but it wasn't even I, – I didn't even necessarily feel – I didn't feel hard done by that first yellow. Okay. You know, I, I, will, I will step up as his defense attorney. Oh, okay. wow. Okay, because I'm the guy who has to do this. And because David, and because David is not here. Right. Why don't yeah. we do this? Is a segment we need to do every <laughs> week where David defends someone. Yeah, no, you're right. We should we should Wait. have just a trial every time, every game. He's a prosecutor, not a defendant. Right. So we put someone we put someone on trial. He needs to prosecute. Someone. Okay, okay, we'll bring that next week. Well, Reverse can, the roles. Yeah, he can flip around. Yeah. That's an okay. apologist. That'll be the defense attorney. All right, go Thad. Not an apologist, <laughs> but how many times have we watched? an opponent of sporting hammer a sporting player finally get the yellow card three minutes later hammer a sporting player and go and uh, and some referee just waves his finger i told you you're not supposed to do that again yeah <laughs> and it's i mean it's time after time after time and i mean we've seen it multiple times in a game new york um it's just the way it is sometimes you don't actually expect i mean i my personal belief is keep the Referees should not care whether it was two minutes or three minutes or 45 minutes away from that previous yellow guard. And it shouldn't be three, five, seven, nine warnings, right? But if that's the standard that most refs apply, that's what you play to. So I will say that in his defense, he's probably not expecting that even just a little bit of shithousery will get him a second yellow yeah. three minutes after he got the first that, one. That, that's, yeah, that's fine. I understand that. That's a valid point you're making. It's, but I would it's say, reasonable expectation. But I would say the, the foul that happened is just, you cannot not give a yellow card for that. Like, I understand uh, the, uh, the referee will often be like, oh, like, that was a bad foul, but, like, I just gave you a yellow. Like, that's your, uh, you know, you got lucky. That's your one chance. I, but... We Literally jumping on top hammered. of a player and dragging him down. Like, that was... Well, let's get inside the head of the referee. I'm sure he was thinking, what an idiot. I got to yeah. give him a second yellow now. Yeah. I don't know how... Like, literally, he's making me give him a, a second yellow card right now. Like, yeah, it's the, it's the type of foul. If he just commits, a, like, a foul like he did on the first one, which I think, again, I wasn't hard done by that yellow either. I think that was fair. It's like they're countering. He slides under him. Yeah. Sure. But the second one... It's a point of emphasis this year to give yellows when you pull a guy back. And they've been relatively consistent about giving yellows in that situation. Relatively, I say, because there's always the nuance of one ref or another. But for the most part, they give it, which has been interesting because as I watch MLS, and it's a point of emphasis in MLS, and then I watch other leagues, and they're not giving yellows for that. I'm, like, screaming at my television, and then I realize, oh, I guess that's supposed to be a yellow, but maybe they're not emphasizing it in this league or this group of referees or whatever. So, yeah. You know how many times we've one. watched MLS and they said that they were having an emphasis on some particular type of foul and it lasted for three, six weeks yeah. and then it was gone? Mm-hmm. And, I mean, people were right back to doing exactly what they were doing the previous year. So that's fair. In, until MLS consistently applies that emphasis for a couple of three years, screw them. You know, a quick sidebar on that. One that they have enforced that stuck was the kicking of the ball yes, away. that's another one this year. That's one rule they were like, we're going to do that this year. And I was like, I doubt it. And that they've been doing it. I like no, it. that's not been consistent either. Oh, I, there's no? been some misses where they won't always give it, but they give it the vast majority of the time, I would say. Yeah, uh-huh. I will say they've been giving it more than they have in previous years, but I'm not even going to go with vast majority of no. the time. Uh-huh. There's been teams that have just kicked the ball away, rolled it away, 
you know, picked the ball up and tossed it back behind him plenty. And referees yeah. have ignored it. So yeah, I think I've, it depends, like, to an egregious thing, too. Because if you pick it up a little bit and then you, like, kind of just lightly roll it or set it down near where you're at, they don't tend to give that. But the kicking it away, pretty consistently. Yeah, I, I, it I, I do if it's a long like kick, I will it. say yes. Oh, long kick for sure. But if it's a light kick away from where it's supposed to be, they've even been giving that pretty decently, yeah. I think. so. Robert, you're over here looking at a very big chart and stats. You've been looking at this page for a long time. Do you have? Are you going to come at us with some good numbers here? Oh, I will eventually if we get there. Yeah. Well, let's let's move on because I'm just going to start bitching about Pulse Camp soon if we don't <laughs> if you don't <laughs> offer something here. Well, I was just looking at Caden Pierre and uh, Zuzi's stats. Um, you know, Pierre, I love him. You know, he's going forward. Yeah. He works his butt off. He he's good on the ball. Um, really good stuff. He's the reason they could let Lindsey go away. Yeah, yeah, right. right. Yep. But uh, you know, he just doesn't have his nuance in his game like Graham does, as far as penetrating passes. Uh, he's not the crosser that Graham is. So I think it's a good balance right now. Obviously, the rest of the season, hope Caden gets the vast majority of the minutes. But uh, you know, there is certainly improvement in his game, and I hope Graham is schooling him on these things. But uh, I'm really excited about the kid's potential. I love him. He's great. Like, it's, is that weird to say about a 19-year-old kid? <laughs> Caden all day. Yeah, I, I remember when the Lindsay trade went down. You know how when these trades happen, I always write these articles that on the bluetestament.com, by the way, uh, where, <laughs> where I try to, like, justify why could they have done this? What's the logic behind this? And, like, my main thing I was leaning on was because Caden's ready. They're ready to put him on the field and play him. And it did take a while this year for him to get on, and obviously it was aided by – injuries and I actually heard um, an interview with him where he was talking about um, he was like motivated he was upset that at the beginning of the year when Zussi uh, was injured that he wasn't the guy that stepped in that Cam Duke was on the field and took that spot so that he found that as motivation yeah and I think he was ready to be the backup and that's what he's been so he's he's the right back of the future is the future now. For this team, this season, it is. Come on, they're still not mathematically eliminated. <laughs> I'm sure Graham will get significant minutes, but I do hope Caden gets the vast majority of them, but we'll see. Speaking of Caden Pierre, Thad and I interviewed him last two weeks ago. Recently. That was a good interview. He's a good, good kid. I liked him. He's Seems also nice. heavily motivated by not making the U20 CONCACAF championship team. And we discussed that. And I believe you all threw whoever played right back in that game under the bus. Yeah. Yes. Because yeah. actually, I, I don't remember who it was now, but they did actually suck. The whole time that I was watching those games, I was like, fuck, Caden Beer would be so much better. <laughs> you know, what's funny is when he was with the U-20s, the cycle before that, when they called him in, he was so good. So good. I was like, what did he do to not get called in? I'm, my only thing I could think is he just wasn't playing consistently because couldn't be with the twos because of all the injuries so he's setting the bench a lot for sporting yep. so i'm glad to see he's finally getting in games i i actually thought that maybe sporting had said we need him because of sh being shorthanded early in the season with Could injuries be, and yeah. stuff but that's i've been told that's not the case so he wasn't called up at all right but hey i i'm not even sure if it's the same coach from each cycle though because they've changed so many coaches and that may be just coaches favor different people have we hit rock bottom, Thad? No. They no, could I, be really, really bad. We had a... <laughs> we are really, really bad. We had a conversation. We had a podcast that we called 
the low point of the season, and we were sure that we were going to improve from there. But I, I think the elimination from the Open Cup and then the 10-man loss in just embarrassing fashion. And five straight home losses. Yeah. And a and new and that, how is many that minutes? franchise record? Was I mean, that a franchise record? Or I think we've done it once before, I yeah. think I saw. Okay. That Level of franchise be. record. But how many minutes now without scoring? Yeah, that's somebody cue one. up Mike's stat. That is the I'm bad literally one. pulling up Mike's Twitter right dun, now. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> Mike's stat. <laughs> is it 400 and something? Why have we not got him to record it just a two minute thing every time? Yes, right? It was 400. It was into the 400s, if I if I recall. It was correctly. like six or seven games at this point. Yeah, so I'm I'm calling it. This is a new low point. It is and rock bottom. And SKC too is following the the first team. Yeah, I've got it. 417 minutes since Sporting has scored a goal. 290 minutes since Sporting Kansas City two has scored a, scored a goal. Combined 707, nearly 12 hours of soccer with no goals from these two teams. Boom. Mike stat. Boom. You need a sad one there, man. Boom. Oh wait, I got one. Hold on. <laughs> yeah, that's better. There we go. So, okay. So, to to say that we were absolutely at the low point or the rock bottom now? No. They could be even worse. They could be shipping goals at like five a game. There could be... There are at least periods of play in each game. Because I know we've talked about this before. They're good until they're not. Or they're in it until they're not. Or whatever phrase we were using. And they're still like that. I mean, they weren't like getting killed by Austin. A could could be worse doesn't change a new low point, though. I guess maybe not rock bottom. I guess that's yeah. not a fair because they could, right. they could keep sinking. But this is Our, a new low point. I'll agree with that. It's it it they're at the the lowest point of this season. They're at the lowest point of several seasons, perhaps. I got to go back and compare 2019, but anyway, they're at a very low point. Completely if, agree. If they get the wooden but spoon, that, that's that's rock bottom of Sporting Kansas City. Absolutely. Yeah. Yes, we're that's, at a point eight by three. definition point eight three <laughs> points per game. The wooden spoon is by definition rock bottom. I guess. So we've been having in 2019. We ended with. I'll look it up here. Go ahead, Zach. 2019, that was the good year. We have, uh, while, while Robert looks that up, we've been having a discussion in the comments on the Blue Testament, and I forget who started it, so my apologies, that this is the best worst team yeah. they've ever seen. And I think it's a oh, good yeah. analogy, right? Against LAFC, really good that first half. Against Austin, very good until, well, I mean, they were giving up a lot of goals that were offside, but <laughs> they, they didn't count. And then... Very good until the red card, right? And then it all just kind of goes off the rails. And even the goal that went in was a mistake, and Pools Camp admitted mm-hmm. it. And it's, yeah. you know, obviously, you it know. was soft. It was a mistake. It was not because they made a good shot. Right. So 2019, 1.12 points per game. Wow. So 0.83 right now. What, yeah. Thad, you're more of my historian. What is the Wizards team that was really bad? What year was that? 99. 99. And so the guess, 99ers mean something wildly different for, yeah. for the sporting. And then in 2000, they were pretty good. Hey, is that a foreshadowing? Uh, probably not, but. <laughs> uh, by the way, I know this is an accurate partial information sort of podcast, but I did look it up. Not there anymore. Is, not there anymore. is a new U20s coach. It used to be Anthony Hudson, who I believe was the Rapids coach for a, a hot minute. That would explain why they and were then, bad. 
But <laughs> that's when Pierre was called up and played really well. Now it's Mikey Varas. I'm not sure how you say his name. So. Yeah. No, he's not a bad coach. I'll let, I'll let Robert go in a second. But I want to point out here, if you just felt that pushback from Thad there on accurate partial information, that is adamant that that is not our podcast anymore. And that is not our slogan. I never liked it. He does not want part of this conversation anymore. So I just want to point that out for our listeners. I mean, to be fair, sometimes we just don't know something. We have to look it up. We just don't have it right at our fingertips. All right, 1999, boys. Whoa. 8 and 24.63 points per game. Right. We could achieve that. (laughs) We could. There's there's 11 games. We could go do the math, and we'll see if we could achieve that. (laughs) I don't think they will. So, okay, so, again, I... This is like the low point or whatever. But will Eric Tommy, will Willie Agata give this team a little bit of a boost? I'm not saying they're going to make a run to the playoffs or any of that shit. I mean, is it feasible still? Possible. But will they win a few games? Will they get some improvement? I'm surprised we haven't talked Willie Agata versus Kyrie Shelton. I don't, there's no question. What is the question there? We, I, I love Kyrie, but I want to see Agata We just start. signed a new player. Right. He's Kyrie 22 years old. In. But until Gata produces, um, arguably it he's doing stopped. some things better. <laughs> arguably, he, um, he could he could go five games without scoring, and he would produce at the same level of uh, he could go. How many games are we into the season? Twenty one games? No, more than that. Twenty four games in, he can go twenty four games without well, scoring, and then, that would be. Yes, but then, we want better than Kyrie. Oh, okay. We don't want the same. <laughs> then, I mean, what Kyrie's only scored in the Open Cup, isn't it? Yes, two Open Cup goals this year, I believe. Yeah, um, and how many goal? How many shots on goal? You know, right. it's like what would his expected sure. goals be versus Willie's expected goals at this point? Again, I love Kyrie and I, he's gotten a bad rap for a lot of time, but he is at a low point himself. And I don't want to sit there and badmouth the guy. And, and he, he looked so depressed when I saw him the other day, but yeah, he, he did um, in the locker room. Yeah. I just, saying, I like, went by well. and said, hope you're doing well, man. Yeah. I saw Roger at tin roof after the loss and just gave him like a, 120 minutes, man. Valiant. Good stuff. But he recognized me. That's really why I'm Sweet. telling this story. I wanted everyone to know that he recognized me in public. <laughs> nice. Man, you feel special now, don't you? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. As you should. All right, we're approaching 50 minutes here, boys. Do we have any final thoughts here? Sporting will defeat the LA Galaxy 2-1. to one. Calling it right now. You know what? That will probably happen because I won't be there. Are you the reason they've been losing all their games? I've been bad luck for a lot of stuff. I'm going to go to this one. Can I apply already? Can I apply yet? Yeah, you can apply weeks out to go to these games, Cody. <laughs> I know, but so that that's the other that's the other aspect of why I've gone to less games this year. One, that I have to apply for every game, and then it's the day before a game, and I realize I didn't do it in time. And two, we have, there's a, we have an army of Blue Testament people here, and... We would have like five people, yeah, six people that, in the press box every single game. If or Thad's been asking for who's doing the SKC recap this week. Nobody volunteering. <laughs> yeah, poor Chad had to do recap this week. I know. I hate having to write those things. <laughs> Plus, he writes so damn much that I try not to ask him ever to do no, a recap. That was my point at that. I said, I'm going to the game, but I'm going to wait and see if someone else will take this. And, the but if they won't, the I'll write thing, it. Right? Is that right. the hardest thing we do is the recap? I don't think so. No. Well, I It is and it isn't. I don't do them very well, so (laughs) I don't have to be done well. I can write like a play-by-play of what happened in the game, capture some gifts, you know, drop that in there. I can do that. The shtick that I go for on this show is just so the opposite of like a formal match recap that you're going to read. 
I'm the one mean? who does the formal the, match. Like, I would yeah. like, I would like to not do it. Every like the opposite. Everybody has their own recap style, and mine kind of varies, but mostly it's slow. Um, but <laughs> that is your style. It'll be at about four a.m. after the game well, is over. <laughs> some, actually, some games it's out there pretty quick, but some games I was just depressed, man. I was like so yeah. struggling to write something that wasn't just being snarky, bad. Um, so. If you just write something that says, here's what happened, here's what mattered, uh, you know, the, the basic idea of the game, the, the couple high points, whether it's a goal or two or three, and then that's it. 150 minimum words, 250 is better, 400 is even better, but anywhere from 150 to 250 is enough. All right, I'll cut them back. I'm sorry. No, go, <laughs> go wild, but, Robert. But see, what we, if we're actually... We'll talk about this off air. But so, Cody, what I I'm hearing is... Want to hear this. I, I was actually thinking, gosh, this makes for best podcast, right? Let's talk about how we write articles, yeah. the back, how the sausage is made over Dude, at the I Blue think people, Testament. I bet people do want to hear that shit. But it's okay, a, go well, on. no, I've listened to stuff like that. I mean, so it's really not that bad. I'm but just at going the same time, because of length. But you are... Uh, you're a writer, you know, you that maybe appeals to you more. Like I listened to an allocation disorder podcast the other day and they were talking about like breaking news and being a reporter that's out there trying to break news. And I was fascinated by it. But then I don't know that it's as appealing to someone who's not, you know, no, it's not going to be appealing to, to everybody. I, I, I get that. But I, I'm just always interested in how things are done. If people yeah, you know, the behind the scenes stuff, that's, a, I think a lot of people are, into and that kind of it thing. doesn't, it could be about photography. It could be about cooking. It could be about, painting i mean whatever right as long as it's done in an interesting way you can you can talk about somebody's favorite subject in a way that it bores the ever loving hell out of them and they won't listen so it just depends so but anyway back to what i'm hearing is that you will apply because i think the cutoff is thursday and you'll be there and you'll do the recap this weekend Mm. (laughs) (laughs) is that what everybody else is hearing Mm. that's what i heard robert Mm. Yes, sir. Is that what you heard? Is Cody's going to do the recap this weekend? Cody will be there. Can I like? Can I just like sign up for like social media duty? No one does ever run our social media during the game. Can I just do? Yeah, because when I go there, I have to write the recap, so I'm not doing social media. (laughs) Aren't you watching the game at home? Couldn't you run the social media from your home? Problem is that sometimes like two minutes later. Yeah, but it's it's and it's delayed. Oh, so if a tweet is a, a minute late, I think the 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 great tweets don't have to be like a media, right? They can be I agree. a little something else, right? A little something yeah, special. For those wondering, now you're applying so pressure. Specific. It has to be a great tweet. For those wondering, yes, there you go. That's the key. But for those wondering where all of the great tweets went, Ben was ben. the one that one. Like if you're if you're like, man, they used they used to be really good on Twitter. Is Ben? He just stopped doing it. Yeah, we need he's, ben to be he, he's thinking about defecting to Atlanta. I believe he was talking about that was at Chicago, right? Well, they were playing Chicago. Why don't oh, we have okay. him on more? We need to get Ben on more. He's good. I think he, it's he's like becoming an adult. I don't know if you all remember, but he was like a teenager <laughs> whenever he started working on this website, and now he's got a wife and he like has a real job and things. So I have those things too, but I just choose to ignore them God, and cover sucks. the yep. Blue Testament. <laughs> All right. Now that we've opened up the curtain for our fans. So basically we've told them we can do a behind the scenes podcast like this. You want a Gam and Tam podcast, which David and I are down all day. Um, what a other weird podcast should we do? Post members club podcast Ooh. after the game. Yeah. See, Cody, you show up at the game. We can do that. We could try to get into that speakeasy that we hear rumor exists and do a podcast inside there. Yeah, yeah, I'm intrigued by a, by the rumor of a speakeasy. I'm intrigued by that. 
And no, I would like to do the I would like to do post games from the cauldron, but there's like approval issues there. I don't know if we can. And then if they win, it's just it is literally impossible. Like if they won and there's drums and whatever, it would be impossible to record a podcast. Well, it wouldn't have to be. Well, there when you say from the cauldron, I mean, do you mean actually in the stand? Remember, I mean the members stand. You mean the members club? The members club. Okay. Okay, because that's a lot of difference than the stand. Like I mean, sitting on metal <laughs> benches and <laughs> yeah, with no power. There's no, there's no plug. Yeah, there's no plug-in out there. We can get an extension cord. You know, they'll be turning off lights and mowing the grass. And speaking of, on, can, can we kind of maybe end on this? We went to the KC Current game yesterday, Thad and I. And after the game, I always walk around the tunnel underneath to get out of the stadium. And Thad's like, "Come this way," and he takes me to like I think like a photo room that he works in. And then we walked on the field and the lights were out. It was so surreal. Mm. And it was just like, oh, I, I feel like I'm not supposed Did to you be hold here. Hands? The lights <laughs> were out. Oh, uh, there were a few no. lights on. And then I just wanted to comment on Victoria Pickett, Canadian International. She's out there. The stadium is empty down to just a couple fans. And she's sitting there still signing autographs, yep. still engaging. Seems like a really awesome person. She is. Victoria Pickett. Another name now Cody knows that plays for the Kansas City Current. <laughs> Added to the list. Super fan. Uh, okay, are we are we done here? Do we talk all we can about sporting? Robert is giving me eyes about something. We're ready to go. I think we're good. Oh, he's picking up the bag. He's ready to get out. Oh, of yeah, here. he's. Dad's got something. No, I'm just like commenting that you're ready to like you're picking up that bag and getting out of here, man. Like you're. Just so ready, ready to go. You know we can, we don't just, just end ready. a pod and then leave. That you can't just leave with that. That'll stand here for the next thirty minutes talking about something. Well, I'll get our keys. It's a very midwestern goodbye. We'll all pick up. We'll pack up. We'll walk outside, and then a conversation will start, and we'll be standing out there for thirty minutes. Well, let's do it inside that, in the one, air conditioning. One night after your place, Greenwald and I stood out yeah. there for so long, we ended up talking to the cops. They went and like arrested somebody, or they they rousted some people, and then they came back and talked to us for like a half hour. And. <laughs> I left my house to go get food and came back, and they were still there talking. Yeah. I've made fun of Thad with this before. No you, no one can say goodbye like that. It is a long goodbye. Oh, after games, when we walk to the parking lot together sometimes, um, my wife will call me probably 30, 40 minutes into us having a conversation in the parking lot, and I was like, oh, it's just about to leave. Yeah, I got and it. She's I'm trying like, to say bye to Thad. Are you talking just, to Thad? And she's like, yeah. I'm yeah, like, yeah. You yeah. Do. That's just the excuse. Everyone should just know that that's the excuse. I'm talking to Thad. I'm hurrying up. I'm sorry. Of course, at that point, I'm like, hey, you want another beer, Chad? Yeah, he does yell in the background, <laughs> get that stripper off of you. You know, stuff like that. I didn't quite go that far. <laughs> okay. Uh, let's uh, let's go ahead and wrap it up right here at 58 minutes for the pod. This is longer than we normally do. I feel like an hour is a good amount of time for the pod. We had multiple games, lots of complaints. Yeah, the worse they do, the more we have to talk. <laughs> <laughs> okay, go sporting! Yay! And three on goals ain't all that rough. Our skipper has just been sent off. Some putters strong and all comes off. Anything to shake this foot I'm in My foot buttings got me drinking My foot buttings got me drinking